Proverbs chapter 3. Glory be to God. We need to thank God he walks in the spirit of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3, are you there? Verse 35. Now we're going to get in on the wisdom of God pertaining to prosperity. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 35. It says, the wise, or the wise man or woman, or the man or woman who walks in the spirit of wisdom, shall inherit glory. It's talking about the glory, the self-manifestation of God's presence and the prosperity of God. The empowerment of blessings from God. The wealth of God will be in our life. Only a person who walks in wisdom, a person who walks in the spirit of wisdom will inherit the glory and the prosperity of God. Now, I want to deal with four areas tonight pertaining to this wisdom of God. Uh, under, getting God's understanding of the spirit of wisdom pertaining to prosperity. First of all, I want to deal with the first one. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 9. And I want to um, look at God's wisdom of prosperity pertaining to giving unto your men and women of God. This is how God views things when you give unto your man and woman of God. 1 Samuel chapter 9, the spirit of wisdom. Uh, it's a uh, familiar story here. It's about uh, Saul, who uh, father who has lost his donkeys. And he was going about to look for his donkeys. He couldn't find them. But now look at this. Uh, someone told him that there's a prophet of God that can give you the wisdom of God that you need or the information, or the understanding that you need for your life, the, the man of God. And so they tell Saul uh, to go to Samuel, the prophet. And we'll pick it up right here, the sixth verse. Are you there? And he said unto him, Behold, now there is in this city a man of God. I believe that every city there's a man of God. Amen. Frankfurt has a man of God. Amen. Nicholasville has a man of God. Lexington has a man of God. Yes. So wherever city you go to, you need to find out where is the man of God. Now look at this. There is in, in the city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. And all that he says comes surely to pass. Now let us go hither, a prayer venture. He can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servants, but behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man of God? Now, this is the spirit of wisdom, God's wisdom, how he views things. Whenever you need anything from God and God directs you to go to the man of God, you should, the first thing you should think of, what should I take to the man of God? Don't have, the, don't have that earthly, that counterfeit wisdom. Well, you know, he's my pastor and we, he gets a salary, so you got to hear my problem. No burdens going to be removed, and no yokes are going to be destroyed. But the wisdom of God is, Lord, I have a problem. I need an answer. 
what can I bring to the man of God? And God will say, write a check for $1,000. Well, you know, like, uh, you know, I like the brother and all, you know. But I think I'll work this problem out with my own, you know. Oh, some people think like that, right, Pastor? Some people think like that. Oh, Pastor Philip, yeah, he's, he's anointed. He's a prophet of God. God said, write a check for $1,000. See you later, brother. <laughs> they don't have the spirit of the, the wisdom of God. They have that counterfeit wisdom, which is earthly and devilish. The devil is talking to you. Amen? But the spirit of wisdom says, Lord, what can I bring to the man of God? And the Lord will tell you what to bring to the man of God. Look at this. Seventh verse. Then says Saul to his servant, but behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, behold. Now, we're going to look at seven benefits in tapping into the spirit of wisdom. Seeing how God views things and how God sees things when it comes to giving unto the men and women of God. Now, this is the spirit of wisdom now. This is how God views things. He says here, and the servant answered Saul, and again it said, Behold, I have here a hand, the forepart of a shekel of silver, that I will give to the man of God to tell us our way. The first benefit, when you take the spirit of wisdom and give to the men and women of God, godly direction. You will receive godly direction. Amen? Ninth verse. Before uh, time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a prophet. Then said Saul to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. Go to the 14th verse. And they went up into the city, and when they were come into the city, behold, Samuel came out and against them for to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, so when you give into the men and women of God, the second benefit is divine communication between your man, and God, your man of God and God on your behalf. Your man of God will be talking to God about you. That's how God sees things now. That's how God sees things. There will be a divine communication between the man of God and God on your behalf. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I want my man of God to talk to God about me. And, I, and I'm not telling they, they're not having communication about condemnation or how you're a terrible person. They, God is telling the man of God the divine secrets and mysteries from God on your behalf. That word in due season that you need. That's the second benefit. 15 verse. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came saying. Go to the 17th verse. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man who I spake to thee of this, the same shall reign over my people. The third benefit is divine authority protection. 
you will have divine authority protection over your life because you have tapped into the spirit of wisdom and you have sown into your men and women of God. 22nd verse. Let's go to the 22nd verse. And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit in the chiefest place among them that they were bitten, which were about 30 people. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I give thee, which I said unto thee, set it by thee. The fourth thing is divine favor. Favor will be on your life. Not only divine favor will be on your life between you and your man of God, but other people in the body of Christ. Even the people, people in the world, there will be favor on your life because you have tapped into the spirit of wisdom. You have sown unto your men and women of God. 25th verse. And when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house. The fifth benefit is strong covenant relationships. Strong covenant relationship that you'll be able to commune with your man of God. Strong covenant relationship. And the 27th verse, the sixth and final benefit. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant to pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of God, the sixth benefit is your man of God will give you or feed you the word of God. He will feed you the word of God. How much word you want to come out of your man of God will be determined how much you give into his life. So, you know, if some of y'all may see uh, Pastor Durbin kind of Slacking up on the word a little bit? You ain't giving enough. I, I know it was never just this illustration purpose. But you know, you know, you 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 are not giving enough. That's how God views things. The spirit of wisdom. Giving it to your man, your men and women of God, it will cause them to give you or feed you the word of God. Amen? Amen. Now let's go to the second thing. Spirit of wisdom. That's the first thing pertaining to the men and women of God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 2. God's wisdom pertaining to prosperity. How God views prosperity. What is the purpose of why we need to be prosperous? What is the purpose why we need to give? Matthew chapter 2. A person who walks in the spirit of wisdom. Are you there? Now remember God declares the end from the beginning. Amen? And this is the spirit of wisdom pertaining to prosperity. Why, why, why is it we need to be prosperous? Why is it we need to have the wealth of the wicked laid up for the righteous? Why do we need to have all these wealthy things? Well, the first thing is to sow into the men and women of God so that we can reap those six benefits. And the second thing is, look at this, Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Now, when Jesus was born 
in Bethlehem of Judea. Jesus is on his way back. And in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. Jesus is coming back. He's going to break that eastern sky and are, and are to come to worship him. Now, go over to the ninth verse. This is the second reason. And when they have heard the king, they departed and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, talking about the wise men, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their prosperity... They presented unto him gifts. The second thing pertaining to God's wisdom and prosperity is when Jesus come back, we have to present him gifts. Over in Revelation it says that all the nations came into the new Jerusalem with all of their glory. So we got to present gifts to our king. That's God's wisdom for prosperity. All the prosperity is coming to your life. All the wealth. You need to have look at it from the wisdom of God. Oh, I got I to gotta present these gifts to my king when he returns. Glory be to God. That's the second thing. The third thing. Go to Matthew chapter 24. Now, Pastor, I thought all this prosperity stuff to let everybody know I got a new car. <laughs> Matthew chapter 24. Verse 45. Are you there? It reads, Who then is faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord has made rule of his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant when, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. So the third thing, God's wisdom of prosperity is blessed to be a blessing. Blessed, understanding the wisdom of God. The reason of, for prosperity is so that you are blessed to be a blessing to someone else. You'll be able to remove the burden and destroy the yoke of poverty or lack in someone else's life because you have the spirit of the wisdom of God on you now. You are viewing things how God views things. So now you're taking your prosperity. You are blessed so that you may be a blessing to someone else. That's the third thing. Now the fourth thing, Matthew chapter 25. Now this is, this is my favorite one. Oh, this is my favorite one. 
Matthew chapter 25. Are you there? Verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven, or the kingdom of God, be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And Jesus is the bridegroom. We are the brides. And five of them ten virgins were wise. Now that word virgin is a derivative of the word virtuous. Or virtue. So there was ten virtuous people here. Or virgins here. You know. Women, females who were virtue. They had virtue on them. Empowerment ability, strength, and valor, but five of them walked in the spirit of wisdom, and the other five were foolish. They walked in the counterfeit of wisdom. Now look at this, second verse. And five of them, five of them were wise, and five were foolish. That they were foolish, took their lamps, and took no oil with them. That oil is symbolic of what? The anointing. Now watch this. But the wise took oil in their vessel with their lamps, while the bridegroom tarried, and they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your anointing. For our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. The last wisdom of God for prosperity is for the exchange of the anointing. When we give, when we sow, we are exchanging for the anointing on our lives. The anointing of God on our lives. So when the bridegroom comes, we will be fully anointed. Prepared for the bridegroom. So the prosperity is being used. The wisdom of God now is for exchange for the anointing. How much anointing you want will be determined how much you give. You know, some people say, you know, you minister, talking to me, you minister like Creflo Dollar, you know, and you know, I, your minister, I have that anointing. Well, you know, to a certain degree, I do have that anointing because every, the first time I heard Pastor Dollar, I started sewing into his ministry, buying tapes, getting his books. I, I think, I, I believe I got all of Creflo's books. Reading him, it was an exchange for that anointing. That anointing, that anointing that was on his life came onto my life because of my giving into his ministry, into his tape ministry, into his books, the exchange of that anointing. So now when the bridegroom shows up to remove burdens and destroy yoke, I am fully anointed for him to work on my behalf. That's the spirit of wisdom. That's how God views things. How much anointing you want will, will be determined how much you give. 
You give a little, little anointing. You give a lot, a lot anointing. Glory be to God. So the fourth and last final one is the purchasing of the anointing. Number one is for to sow into the man of God to reap those six benefits on our life. Number two is present gifts to our king, God's wisdom pertaining to prosperity. And number, two, uh, number three is blessed to be a blessing. And the fourth one is the purchasing of the anointing. That's God's wisdom pertaining to prosperity. God is speaking to the church. What happened last week, the attack on those, the World Trade Center, that's the financial hub of the world. God is saying the world, they know how to give unto the world. God said, return your tithes and offering back unto me. Give unto me where I will have great awesome edifice to the glory of my name. That's his wisdom. That's how God views prosperity for our lives. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Praise your Lord Jesus. Praise your Lord Jesus. Praise your Lord Jesus. Praise your Lord Jesus. We magnify your Lord. We magnify your Lord God. We magnify your Lord.